Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. To a massive clash. What? What a. You know, it, it almost feels like now every time they play, it like goes down in folklore. These kind of games. It's, it's, there's so much drama in, involved. You've got big superstars like Manu Trell, all that kind of stuff. Now we came out of the Melbourne Storm, be the Rabbitohs, saying that there was actually a lot of good things to take away from the Rabbitohs. When you actually look at the stats, although the seventy, the sixty minutes or so that they played, it was like. It seemed like shocking footy. They made so many errors. When you looked at the stats, they won every single stat that mattered except for the scoreboard. So there were signs that, you know, and we also spoke about the centimetres. Like, it wasn't like they were two metres off mm. the passes. They were centimetres off. So if they can just fix it by a centimetre, all of a sudden things change really quickly. I didn't think it was going to change this quickly, though. I didn't think that they were going to go from a team that looked busted to a team that looked nearly as damaging as 2021. What did you think, Shandra, of this game? I had them tipped. I, I thought they were going to win, and yeah. I thought off at the back of our chat last week was very timely. Mm. Um, it was surprising. You know, a guy like Manu, I'll tell you what it says on his tip sheet. Left end, right foot. Like, that's literally what he does every time. So the way mm. I was surprised at just how he took the piss so mm. easily with some of those things, it was a bit of a lack of defence with South, but... Um, overall, yeah, I, I seen it coming. I thought they played really well. I had, I just had Murray's influence in the game is ridiculous at the moment. I thought that was unbelievable. In my opinion, I feel like we're seeing the game take on like second rowers are becoming some of the most crucial yep. players on the field. Like the impact they're having and the variations they're showing around like different moves, lead lines. We've seen how many lead lines have we seen this week where a man's coming on the inside shoulder, drifts out. How many tr tries have we seen yep. from that this week? So his impact on that. Um, and just, yeah, I was some of the battles we spoke about, Campbell Graham Mommers, both really underrated, yep. but what a battle seeing those center battles. Um, and lock, lastly, Lockie Ilias. I thought uh, literally, I mean, we're, we're saying some good things on this show, but last week I think we said one thing, like go back to basics, just let him go, let him mature. Mm. And I thought, yeah, he had a few things that was, you know, a bit off, but 
just a big improvement, just mm. looking at his confidence, the way he got into the game, did what he needed to do. So I thought that was awesome. And, yeah, I was, I was impressed. But I did think, um, I did think we were going to see that. He needed that, Elias. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's crazy is, you know, as a teen, he's a teenager still, correct? Yeah. Yep. He was the best half on the field, in my opinion. He was the best half on the field. Oh. Uh, in, a, in a derby, in a huge clash. He has a massive crack. He takes it in line. And, you know, a lot of people were really off him last week. But you have to look back at, like, Nathan Cleary, for example. There were many years where people were, like, so overrated, this, that, mm. next thing. It's actually incredible how far Lockie was able to come in such a short time. Does this mean he's going to do it week in, week out? We don't know. But very rarely do you see a rookie half stand up in a derby game like that and control the game. Control the game. Just to clarify, he's 21. He's 21. 21. So you don't have to look much further than Dearden and Jake Clifford. Yeah. I would argue they came in with more ability than Elias, mm. but it just takes time. you just yeah. got to be patient with these guys. Yep. Now, I want to show you something that is crazy. It's crazy. Got this sent to me. Look at the difference. And I guess, you know, the huge play from last year's game, last year's game was obviously the Latrell situation. So I just want to watch this video. We probably won't be able to put the video on the YouTube. I don't, I don't want to get done for copyright or whatever, but um, maybe we'll just put some stills maybe, stills images. So we'll have to watch this a couple of times. Look, this is the exact same play one year apart. So you've got obviously going to line, you've got Kiri there, you've got Manu. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so Manu steps back in. In the top one, they score. The top one, they score. That is obviously on uh, mm. that last night. Now look at the bottom one. It's the same play but Latrell is aggressive. It's exactly the same play, but Latrell is aggressive. Boom, shuts it down. And it just shows you how, like, it's a game of inches, but also how Latrell has clearly, you know, I guess, learnt from last night. He didn't want to hurt him again. But he could have gone aggressive again and he would have shut the play down. Exact same play. Latrell stands off in the first uh, last night. In the, the, the year before, he's aggressive as fuck and doesn't hesitate. He shuts the play down. Now, granted... He hit his head, which was fucked. Mm. But it just shows you that it's, it's truly a game of inches. Like, it's yeah. truly a game of he hesitated for a second because he didn't want to hurt him again. I'd assume anyway. Maybe it wasn't. Exact same play. Everything happened the same. But because he wasn't aggressive, it gave Joey enough time to pass inside to Tedesco. And that's where when you start making players play differently and question the way they play, you, you may get certain scenarios where they act differently and, and a try is scored. But I just thought it was really interesting that the same play happened and, you know, a lot of people disliked the way Latrell handled it last year or whatever. But you look at this play, he handled it differently. He didn't go in aggressive. Yeah. He didn't want to hurt his mate. Um, and that shows a bloke that clearly cared about what happened last year. Like, he clearly cared that, he, that Joey Manu was hurt by the situation. Um, now, uh, on to the, the actual game. Uh, yeah, Ilias, I thought, was fantastic. We yeah. saw the class from him. Joey Manu was, you know... So the first run Troll gets, he runs back at him, steps him. They nick each other's faces. He hits his cheekbone. Joey Manu, you can see, he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Because you know when you, you may get injured, you don't know. But for him to come out for the rest of the game and play the way he did, it, this guy, there's a reason why he is the number one centre in the game. And at the moment, you just can't challenge him. Even if he has a couple of quiet games, he does this so often, so regularly. In big games, Joey Manu will come in and do a big play. I just, I'm just such a massive fan. And I thought... I, li- I really I like that he got that, you know, throwing the ball down back. That's all part of it. It's all part of the drama. Latrell even shared that. He loves that as well. And then Latrell gets that breakaway try and scores. I-, I loved it. I thought it was a great game to watch. Great game to watch. Now, 
Uh, well, let's speak about Roosters before we speak about Rabbitohs. Actually, oh, actually, we'll go about uh, Rabbitohs and then we'll get into. Yep. Who else stood out for you? I thought Cookie had his best game of the year. Yeah, hundred percent. I thought that was potentially the game of Cam Murray's career so far. So good. I thought so he was good. And yeah, I, I've said it before. He he reminds me so much of Brad Clyde. It's mm. not even funny. Just yeah. he can just do it all. He's got a huge engine. He can ball play. He can go through the line. Even just the awareness. That one that Ilias put him through, and he turned his back. Just to have the awareness to be able to line up Teddy like that, take him out of the play and hit Walker. He's just, he's something else, Murray. Sorry, just before I forget, that video, and we probably won't play the video, we'll just play the stills. And for people listening with the Manu Latrell situation, basically what happens is last year he went aggressive at Manu and Manu couldn't mm. offload. This year he held back. Manu got the offload, Tedesco scored. But that video was from the Try Line podcast. So thanks, the Try Line podcast. Uh, yeah, Cam Murray, uh, he's incredible. To run that outline like a oh. centre and hit Walker on the inside. That lead line variation, mm. it's, mate, it's dominating. I love it. Yeah, it's it is, It is, isn't it? That, because yeah. from a fan's perspective, you've got to understand the way we're coached and trained is you have triggers. So if someone's running at your inside shoulder, that is not only a trigger for yourself to come in, but for your outside men. So mm. to now see these variations, either on the outside man or the ball player, it's dangerous. And, so, and they would have identified, you can mm. clearly see Walker's a jammer. Mm. Like he's someone who comes up and in. Mm. Yep. So they would have run that play. Just like... <laughs> It would have hurt them just as much with that Manu try because, bro, I'm telling you that the amount of times they would have watched Watch that. clips oh. of him just going, boom, left hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fuck. <laughs> now, um, Cam Murray plays one of the best games of his career against Victor Radley. Mm. Do you think that Murray, you know, Radley's getting a lot of raps and rightly so. Radley's a fantastic player. I love to see the competitive beast come out in players. And I think, you know, Cam Murray is such a gentleman that often, and he's such a hot cunt, you often don't see him as that crazy... Put it this way, if Cam Murray looked like a, a country farm boy, he'd be seen as, like, tough and gritty because he yes. gets through 50 tackles a game, rah, rah. But because he's such a good sort, you don't see him like that. But he's a competitive beast, a beast. And I thought it was really interesting. The first try that Cam Murray scores was straight through Victor Adley. So I actually think two things. I thought that battle for Cam meant a lot. I also think Victor Radley next week is going to have an absolute pearl of a game. I've never seen Rads miss a tackle. Not like that. Get shown like that. There was a lot of defensive efforts, to be honest with you, with the Roosters, and, you know, they'll bounce back from it. But Radley and Satili Tupanua, I thought their defence was probably the worst I've seen Mm. from them so far in their career, which is, you know, especially for Satili, it's interesting because you've got Angus Crichton sitting on the bench. Mm. I thought Nat Butcher was really good for Ace. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, you know... Robbo to start this season switched his back row was over mm. then moved Angus to the bench and started Nat Butcher it'll be very interesting to see what he does over the next few weeks with that back row I he's starting to distance himself yeah. in my opinion from other players he's uh, just starting to go into his own who's that sorry Murray Oh, he's starting to go yeah. into his own well him role. and Yo like him and yeah. Yo are just so good but they're so different at the same yeah, time yeah it's weird Murray's Yo, just got Radley's like the game. in between of both of them yeah but they, these two are yeah now I'm Reluctant to say this because I, you know, such a huge fan of the Roosters and everything they've built, but I just think they are missing Boyd Cordner, Friend, the Morris brothers. I don't think it's appreciated enough how much experience they've lost over the last two years because Trent Robinson is so good at putting that the front on of not a front, but there is no excuses. And last year, I think it may have kind of band-aided the situation a bit because they were so courageous and they played... Depleted. In, they, they were so, so courageous and played so depleted mm. that we, we didn't really st- stop and take stock of, hang on a sec, they just lost Jake Friend. 
Boyd Cordner, both the Morris brothers. That's cool. You know what I mean? How like much that. work is that too? Do you know oh. how much work they do? The Morris Mate. brothers' friend, Cordner. Like, and how I many just hit ups and tackles is that? Exactly. And just the experience on the mm. field. And, and when, you, when, you, when you drop those four players into a side, it's almost like that. a glue. <laughs> Bruh, 100%. You know? It's almost like a glue for the entire side. And I, I just, when I watch the, the Roosters and when teams turn up the tempo a little bit, how often would we see friend or Boyd go, oh, you want to go up a tempo? We'll go up another tempo mm. and, and fight fire with fire. And at the moment with the Roosters, when the Rabbitohs turned the tempo up, got the line speed going, I just didn't think that – I don't think they've found their mojo yet of who is going to lead. Like, Because Hargreaves is currently coming off the bench. He can only do so much. Who's going to lead that battle and who's going to do it as well as Boyd? I actually think Boyd's one of the most underrated captains we've ever seen in the yeah. game. There's so many things in – there's so many games you watch at the Roosters that he takes these crazy hit-ups. Jake Friend, uh, Orbo also retired. That's mm. another glu- – you know, like that yeah. core. But the Morris brothers too, they had such a massive yeah. impact at massive the back of the Roosters. And I just think we're not giving – we're not – Roosters fans is, and, and fans in general, we, we have such high stands for the Roosters. We're not actually giving them enough slack for how much they've lost. And I, they, I'm sure the Roosters wouldn't want slack. I'm sure they'd be like, no, nah, there's no excuses here. But the reality is they've lost some legends of the game. But that's the thing. like they, they don't show it. Yeah, they don't. Like Because they keep themselves to such a high standard, you don't realise how much they've lost. But yeah. if you were to take those blokes out of any other team, mm. mate, you'd be a bottom four side like that. Like You shouldn't even yeah. be in the conversation. These guys, on, they've got a lot more improvement in them. Robbo will sort it out, but... Hargraves for them is like that last little bit of taste of that, you yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Like you yeah. can't you can't buy a Hargrave even at half time, you know, he's, yeah. he grabbed Ilias. He knows he's a rookie, he's yeah. buttoning him, roughing yeah. him up. Like he's, you need that. You need that aggression to the Roosters. But that that sort of mentality that you're talking about, that old school experience mentality, yeah. like you stripped a lot of that away from the Roosters. <sighs> I probably didn't even think about that. Yeah. But twenty four months. Wow. Or, like think of the number of games you lost. Orbo in the last twenty four months, Orbo friend, uh Cordner and the the, the uh, Morris brothers, like what would that be like? A fat, what, eight hundred games together, maybe? For sure, it's yeah, over a thousand. That's so much footy in in big games. So and it's experience, it's game yeah. management, it's all those things you were talking about. And so I just think that it will click for the Roosters, but I think it's going to take at the at the moment with the information we have, it's going to take most of the year to click. But when they do click, they've got such good cattle there, and there's glimpses. Like for example, even Teddy's a little bit down at the moment, like. You know, uh, energy-wise, he seems you know he didn't have the best game the other night, and so I, I, as I said in round one, I just think Robbo's tinkering with something. He's trying to figure out like what's it's like a mini rebuild without a rebuild because mm. he's not gonna he would never say it's a rebuild. So I I think this year Robbo's really tinkering with okay who's the leaders who's this you know who's going to lead us forward who's going to take us through the darker times or the tough times on the field, you know guys like Lindsay Collins who. You know he's into his second or third year, but it's not he's not in his sixth or seventh year, so he's going to learn a lot. Uh, so not not warning signs at all uh, for the the Roosters. I will say it is getting interesting how much teams are spotting up their edges, like their Kiri and Walker. And I, I'm beginning to wonder, like, would you consider bringing Manu in at six or seven defensively just to shore up the size on the edges there because they are getting. Sp- like spotted mm, they're small you know they're, they're a small half pairing probably the smallest half pairing yeah. in the comp mm. and they're both so courageous and so tough but I wondered does it help shoring up their size like for example last year Drew Hutchinson was the sixth for a lot of time his big body very hard to get through 
so yeah, I think there's a lot of tinkering going on. I don't think it's warning sa- warning signs at all. No, no. When you've got Angus Crichton on the bench, it shows how good your your side is. Your side is. When you've got Tedesco, who I think, regardless if he retires tomorrow, is one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. Uh, yeah, I just think they're tinkering. It's going to be a little bit, but they are absolutely missing the guys like Boyd Corner. Just, just to go one step deeper to the guys they're missing. I mean, it wasn't that long ago Cooper Cronk was the halfback. Yeah. Since then, Luke Curie's played 25 games of first grade. Yep. Kyle Flanagan played a whole season there. He left. Sam Walker came in with no experience whatsoever, playing off the top of his head, essentially. I mean, I, I still think there's a hole been left there by Cronk as mm. well. It's going to take time. insane. Yeah. yeah. I think, if anything, their, cult, their culture and standards has – they're actually overachieving. You yeah. know what I mean? They're overachieving. Well, they definitely like, are. Well, like, just yeah. look at last yeah. year. Yeah. Last year was incredible. Yeah, right. So, I think Trent – it's not as bad as like 2016 for them, mm. but I do think this is a year where I thought they were going to come out. I actually had them as one of the favourites to win the comp. Now I look at them, I go, they absolutely have the team to win the comp. It's whether Trent can tinker his way to what he wants to go forward mm. quick enough or soon enough. Uh, but yeah, I, they still, they're still an incredible side. Still an incredible I won't side. Won't bet against them. Speaking well, of oh, coaching, did you see, uh, did you know Jason Rolls was there? Yeah, I think I so. After like, Fitzgibbon, I, I, I yeah, didn't realise that. I think uh, Riles went massive there. for me too because I honestly thought he was going to be next Melbourne coach. <laughs> yeah, he's that good, is he? Well, yeah, yeah he's got massive raps. And he went to England, obviously. But I was like, oh fuck, um, it's a good little addition. Well, something that we've spoken about, you know, like yeah, right. Every single guy that is playing a position at the Roosters, they've got a former legend hanging around training, helping mm. them. Like it just yeah, like Riles. Yeah, you've got mad. Brett Morris, Josh Morris, Boyd Cordner, Jake Friend, Cooper Cronk. I mean, fuck it, like. Mm. It's it's such an incredible system organization. That doing. Mm. Uh, I for the Rabbitohs, um, here's a good example of like testing someone's edges. It doesn't have to always be physical. It can be testing an edge's trust. And what I mean by that is, so Rabbitohs Rabbitohs identified Walker's edge as a new edge together. They got Sicilian Walker who haven't played that much footy together, and that was actually all about trust. Of does Sicily trust Walker to stay out or come in? And Rabbitohs identified that of they haven't built that trust yet of knowing, you know, will Walker make his tackle or will he will he jam in? Will he shoot up? And as I said, it's it's not sometimes it's not about physical. It's about like the mental side of things. Of we'll play chicken with you, kind of like you know Walker and Satilla, you're new. Walker, you know we're coming at you. So how are you going to react mentally to us running an outball on you? Are you going to you know jam in? Are you, uh, Satilla, are you going to be there soon enough? So I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, they're still an incredible side. It's not absolutely not panic stations at all, the Roosters. I think that once it does click, they're going to be fucking scary as anything. Uh, Rabbitohs, I thought Arrow was really good. Cook's best game. Uh, Murray, incredible. Uh, I thought Milne was actually really good on, yeah. the, on the wing, made some big uh, defensive reads. They're stuck Col- there again now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like yeah. you spoke about this. Like, what do they? What do they do? I still don't think they've got the solution for that centre side. But I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking Milne off the wing there. Yeah, I know. I'm they're, leaving him. It's they're in a tough spot He's because aggressive. they just. It doesn't seem like they've prepared well enough for life without Gagai at the moment. Mm. They were so focused on the Reynolds situation. In saying that, the job was done. They won mm. the derby. They looked really good. They probably they could did, have been yeah. up. They had a quite. It was a few try. Like Keon drops a ball. Then I think there's another try. Yeah, AJ. Um, Put a kick in, but he hit the floor first. Yeah, so, yep. So there's two tries disallowed. So it was actually quite a dominant win by the Rabbitohs. Uh, Latrell. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, what's, it's just so interesting that you can say people can talk as much as they want as just for as long as they want and you can dislike him and you can this, that. You know, he didn't play that well for 60, 70 minutes. But at the end of the day... Latrell's footy does the talking. Mm. You know what I mean? How many times does he make the big play that ends, that finishes a game or gets him back into it? Can you name a player that's better at just blocking out noise? Yeah, so good at it. Like it just, nothing seems to impact him. He's the most polarising player in the, in the, the By game. far and By, away. Like I, I don't post a lot of the stuff with him because I don't want the negative stuff in the comment section. Like I don't want... I just don't want that negative energy. And I'm not, I don't want to use his name to get likes and clicks. It's very easy to, you know, the troll yeah. post comes up. So I try to keep it as, at a minimum because it's just like, no matter what happens, there are going to be people that just for some reason, just not for some reason, I'm sure they've got their reasons, but it's just really negative. And, and I just think that, that, you know, people can talk what they want. The troll st- has stepped up in big moments so many times over so many years. It's, he just, he's, there's nothing to say, you know, there's nothing to say. He does it. I mean, like, what, he kicked a 48-metre field goal last week, a two-pointer, and people went, why is he celebrating like a wanker? It's like, <laughs> you for real? <laughs> he just pinged it at Melbourne and Craig He's Bellamy's He's done something that game. only, what, three guys have ever done before. Yeah. He puts it into the 15th row of the crowd and you're upset because he celebrated? Yeah. It's, it's just so, yeah, it's bizarre. And, and we've seen enough now to know that he's got a good heart. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. So no one, you can't really say that, oh, he's just a shit bloke. Like, yeah, he, I know. You know, he's a, he is a good bloke. I know him. He's a yeah, good bloke. He's a but legend Even of a his bloke. perception of what he gives off. Like, you can see, and he's learned, learned from his mistakes, mm. and he's trying to, you know what I mean? So I just think, as you said, bro, he's there to do the big money plays. But as a South fan, ultimate Latrell, would I love to see him combine that with just a little bit more work? Oh, for and, sure. You know, just really he's underdone right now. Game, yeah, it he, would be so nice. He's, like, he's going to get there. Yeah, he's he's definitely underdone. Definitely. And you know, you would love to see him. You know, a bit fitter, not having to go out in the wing. Absolutely, there is no, no denying that. It's just, he's just when the big plays are there. I, I'm trying to think of another player that has consistently pulled off big plays in different ways. Whether it's a field goal, whether it's a try, whether it's a flick pass. He's just so talented. So I, what I loved again about that game is Manu had his moment. Yeah. And then Latrell had his moment at the end and he got to experience it. And it just adds to the narrative because even though it was quite a blowout for the next game, we are still going to be so keen to see the next game. What's interesting as well, it was only two points different to its uh, round three last year. It was 26-16. And this round three was 28-16. It shows you... I thought that thing you posted there. That was Maddie's thing. I'll give Maddie his due. That was unbelievable. Three points (laughs) ever separating them before that game Incredible. Incredible. In a hundred odd years? Yep. Yeah. Wild. That's crazy. Yeah. So well done, Matt. One good thing. Fuck me. <laughs> 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 no, that, that was a really, really good post. That was really good. He put that all together. Even I was like, how is that possible? How? Especially with all the dark years at the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Um, it's all wrong anyways. But you know what? The math's wrong. Fuck shit post. Shit post. Um, yeah, so great game. I thought it added to the, the whole narrative. Rabbitohs, fuck. Like, I, 
I was walking to the gym the day after. I actually go to the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go to the gym. Fuck. Look at Big Bar. It's not altitude, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, walking to the gym and, and I was like, you know what? Rabbitohs are the only team, I think, that we are absolutely going to have to judge week to week. Mm. Like, they could go on the, a shit run for six weeks and then just turn it around and all of a sudden be good again. When you compare the standard of footy from their first two rounds to the standard of footy to round three, it's two different teams. And so I just think that – and they've always – you know, well, not always, but the last few years they've been like this where you just can't predict it. You looked at last year, they lost by 50 and – Two, yeah, two yeah, or three yeah. times, all of a sudden went on a run. Who have they got next weekend? Penrith. Penrith. Massive like if fan. they win next weekend, we're having a way different combo about South. And we're going back to the point we made, which is new coach, new combinations. They were very close in, yeah. round, in round two. And we're saying, well, that was just their little progression. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, the Rabbitohs, are just, they're the, I really believe they're the only team in the comp that even if they go on a losing streak, they are still going to be a threat. Because like those first two games, I honestly was sitting there going, I'm beginning to be worried they missed the eight. And then they come out, like, I didn't think they would, but I was like, I think they might. Like, you know, when you think of worst-case scenarios, I know we spoke about it at the, the preseason chat. We were like, if everything goes bad, this could turn yeah, into, like, snowball out of control. And then I watch them the other night, and I'm like, that's a top three side. Yeah. Like, bashing the Roosters. And, uh, yeah, so they're, they're such an exciting team. So Rabbitohs are looking good. The good thing is, is at least now we know that they can play close to the standard that they were last year. Whether they can do it week in, week out, we don't know, but we know they can do it. In saying that, they've had a tough draw to start. Oh, massive, 100%. It's been brutal. Latrell didn't play round one, which meant they had to move AJ to fullback, so their combinations have been a little bit out of whack. Mm. The two games we've seen them with their full squad, they've beaten the Chooks and they've taken Melbourne to extra time when mm. they got off the bus in the 65th minute. Yeah. Well, so that, that's what I... Like, even that the Storm game reflects that whole... You, ca- yep. you can't even judge a minute to minute, like... Mm. They can literally. I mean, Matt, you can speak it. Am I chatting nonsense, or do you feel that as a Rabbitohs fan? What do you feel? Well, think about the think about the three games that they've played. They were shocking in round one. Yeah, they were incredible last on, against the Roosters, and then against the Storm, it was like an absolute mixed bag. So, yeah. if you go on just off that, like, I don't know what team's going to go off the bus, but I am happy that we started, I guess, a little bit poorly and then gotten better each week. I like what's bizarre is like. I actually think this is a better start to the year than I thought was going to happen, even though oh, yeah, yeah. they were so poor. It's just weird. They're such a strange team, and that's what makes them so exciting. So, again, good, good signs for the Rabbitohs. It's, it's just incredible. Big game. Oh, well, you're assuming Cleary and Fisher-Harris walk back into this side too, so it's mm. going to be a massive game next mm. week. Oh, huge game. Huge game. I can't wait. And I think Ilias... I think by the end of the year, I think a lot of people are going to be on the Ilias bandwagon. Yeah, I, I really like what I saw. I, agree. I really like what I saw. And to bounce back like that in a derby... Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.